Swoosh has revolutionized the game. Swoosh is a training system that helps players learn and coaches teach perfect shot mechanics faster and more efficiently than anything else on the market. Get yours at swooshofficial.com. That's S-W-S-H official.com to get yours today and score more. Welcome to Fadeaways and Fundamentals. I am your host, Andre Perano. Today's guest, Shay Cotton, drops in. We talk hoops, life. Let's dive right in with Shay Cotton. All right, so welcome to Fadeaways and Fundamentals. I am your host, Andre Perano. Here with my man of the hour, Shay Cotton, a.k.a. Manchild. What's up? Good, man. Thank you for having me, Andre. Thank you for being on. Shay, how you been? Good, man. Just busy. Uh, got some great stuff going on. Obviously, the documentary's out now, so that's in circulation. Um, streaming on Amazon as well as iTunes and various other platforms. And uh, I'm in the process of working on a state-of-the-art community center that's never been done before nice man i love that you know um it's crazy so when your documentary finally dropped several months ago um i went ahead and had um five of my basketball players watch it um they did not know who you were because they're obviously young they're all 14 years old um and they loved it they loved your dunks. They loved everything you were doing. They loved the unseen hours of you working out. They were amazed. Uh, I'm, I'm glad they had a chance to watch it. You know, we want to really get it out um, to the public as much as we can. I think we had a release, and there's some awareness, but uh, not not quite to where we want it to be. And we want to make an impact on a global level. So, you know, we were aware that, it, you know, this is one of those things that takes a little time to get out. You know, sometimes films can take a year or two to really catch on. But, you know, it's a platform for me to be able to get in front of people uh, through my story. It, it, it makes me a lot more relevant today with kids that may not be familiar with my body of work. Absolutely. Um, one thing that I noticed and, all, and all my players noticed um, watching your film was how you the ability of you attacking the glass. You know, you, you, you played above the rim. Um, you were big. You were strong. But they also highlighted your your jump shot. How yeah. important is it as a player for one to shoot the ball with the proper mechanics and confidence? It's very very important. Uh, you know, shooting the ball with the proper mechanics is uh, imperative because you want you want to increase your accuracy on your shot. You know, if you're shooting ten shots a game, you want to be up from the field. You want to be up around seven or eight. You know, ideally we want to shoot 10 for 10, but if you can shoot 70% from the field consistently, you're, you're, you're going to be putting some points on the floor, on the board. So that that's kind of like the goal and, you know, the shot pocket and, you know, being in the L, being ready to go before you even catch the ball is half the battle. You know, my, I always tell my guys that I train to do all your work before you catch the ball so you have less work to do when you receive it. Oh, wow. I love that. Dropping dimes. Love that. Now, with, with um, shooting mechanics... Um, you obviously started at a young age. Um, how many hours or how many shots did you shoot a day? Because I don't, re I don't think these boys realize in this day and age 
how many unseen hours they need to do with the proper form, the proper mechanics, just on the shooting touch. Uh, as far as the hours is concerned, well, let me let me let me re- rewind. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my my old shooting coach. He passed away, Des Flood, who was a former um, University of Iowa Hawkeye shooting coach, and B.J. Armstrong, the late the, the great that played with Michael Jordan in the Bulls. Uh, me and my brother would, would would train with with Des Flood countless hours throughout the week. I'd say I probably shot about two hundred and fifty to three hundred makes per day at 11, 12 years old. Okay. So in high school, you, you got, you got to get up at least anywhere from 500 to a thousand, a thousand makes a day in the gym. Now you got to have a good rebounder that, that knows how to pass. So you can get those shots up in a, in a, in a decent timely manner. And I would say to make 250 shots, it shouldn't take you longer than 30 minutes. So it gives you a gauge. You should be able to do 500 in about an hour. Wow. Okay. Okay. I'm loving that. I love the fact that you that you preach not just shooting 500 shots, but it was 250 makes, and then by the time you got to high school, it was 500 makes. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. You want and you want to shoot all over the floor. You know, we start in close and work our way back. That's always your your shooting form. You know, you train the train the arm, doing one hand shots in close right underneath the rim, and then you just start working your way back. And by the time you're at the free throw line, you know, you're you're in game mode where you're getting some lift on your shot. It's not just a flat foot set shot anymore. And you're moving all around the court. So when you're in the game, you find sweet spots that you can go to at any time and hit a high volume of shots. Beautiful. I love that. Now, when you were doing your form shooting, did you count those as makes or no? Or is that just a warm up? Just more of a warm up. So we, we would count it. But I mean, typically, you know. We're going for makes from the field. So when you start getting into your shooting rhythm, that's when you're counting the makes. The warm-up is just to warm your your, your body and your arm up for the for the, the uh, exercise that's needed. And a lot of people don't do that. It's very important. When you go in the gym to train, if you're going to shoot the ball, you need to warm your arm up first in your form. Get everything going. Get the shoulder warm. So when you're ready and you're in the shot pocket, it's the same rhythm, the same shot every time. Right, because you always want to shoot with the same rhythm, um, like you said, the same shot pocket, but you also want to be able to get the same lift every time. Is that correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. You want to shoot the ball at the apex of your jump at the top of the shot rather than on the way down or on your way up. So you need to spend time practicing the height of your jump. How high can you jump to shoot the ball and then shoot it at the apex of the jump going into the shot? So that's something that I had, I really worked on, people don't realize, a jump shot's hard to shoot. You have to get used to shooting the ball at that height consistently. So what I would do is I'd I'd jump as high as I could, and I'd practice being calm in the air and just kind of timing my jump and shooting the ball at the top. Now, I had a 40-inch vertical leap in high school, so it wasn't too many people blocking that jumper. Right, right. Okay, now the confidence part, because you're having to jump, like you said, you're building that rhythm, you're timing that jump, you're trying to keep every shot that you shoot in the same rhythm every time. Now, I understand as kids right now trying to do this, they're going to miss a lot. So how do they have to stay engaged in confidence so that mentally within the next four to six months, they're ready to rock and roll in games with this. Well, I would say that to have somebody film your, your beginning, the middle, and then the end of that process and give yourself a window, say, you know, ideally you're training to get better in the off season. So give yourself a window 
uh, as the season winds down, whatever that is, say, I'm going to work on my shot for the next two months. And, and you chart it. You know, how, how long does it take me to make 250 shots? And, you know, how many misses am I, am I, am I, am I shooting to get those 250? So you can chart the stats of it. You, you'll see your percentages. And then you track it every week. And that will determine your growth. And then you'll know where you are from there to help. Loving it. Now, how important is it moving without the basketball to get open for a rhythm shot or a one dribble pull shot? Very important. I think, you know, set, setting yourself up, screening for a teammate, you know, a pick and pop, um, a pick and roll, different things like that out of the pick. When, you, when you're doing the screens, it's a lot easier to break open. But when you're trying to get open without the ball, away from the ball, you want to set your man up, your defender up uh, for your screener. So you get a nice solid screen, you come off tight, and there's no room for that defender to slip through. Once you receive the ball, you should have just enough time to get that shot off. It's very imperative. The timing and your steps, you know, getting your hips around, square into the basket when you receive that pass. So you're shooting the ball square every time. Okay, I like that. Now, how important is watching film for this? Like, I, I usually try to send my son up with game film whether it's Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, like you said, there's a lot of pick and rolls, pick and pops, maybe some um, backdoor screens or an elevator screen where right. you're only watching a minute and 30 second video, but we'll watch it for 20 minutes because I want him to watch every angle that they're coming off of. Exactly. And slow it down so they can see all the little tendencies that each guard does. You know, when I played, I videoed every single game that I played and I would look for mistake so whatever errors that i made i would jot it down and make a mental note and rewind it a couple of times so i could see where i made the error and how the defense reacted and things like that so when i was in that same position again i didn't make the same mistake again and i think that's very helpful that kids overlook today because everybody's worrying about the glamorous play and the highlights rather than you know each play playing it all the way through properly Right, and you just bringing that up, playing the game through properly. Like, I always tell my son, be efficient. Catch, head fake, you know, you might take a sidestep, shoot the three, head fake, one dribble pull left or one dribble pull right. How how important is that just to play the game simple and not worry about a highlight reel? It's very important because, it, you know, you'll find yourself more productive and you're going to have a lot more fun that way and you'll be conserving energy. I think guys are over-penetrate and they over-dribble and they do too much with the basketball now that if they scaled half of that back, they'd be a lot more productive and they, they'd be more efficient. Okay, okay, I like that. Now, moving on, you and your brother trained like savages, unseen hours, not just with basketball training, with shooting and dribbling, but the conditioning and the strength training was very, very big in the film. How important was that for the human body for yourself? Oh, very important. I think that, you know, the, the physical component is, is very important for players because it gives you a level of confidence that surpasses a lot of people's understanding. Because if, if I know I can jump 41 inches in the air, you know, and I'm bench pressing over 315 pounds at 15 years old as a freshman in high school, I'm not worried about a guy beating me in a physical matchup. It's all about getting to my spots, you know, utilizing leverage, understanding angles, you know, and just utilizing that physical prowess to my benefit, not not playing a, a, a brute style of basketball, but having finesse in there as well. 
and combining the two. I think that's uh, something that we don't see that much today. There's guys that are really physical, but they don't have the finesse. And then you got finesse guys that are kind of soft and need to be tougher. So when you find those guys that have the combo, they're throwbacks. They're usually some of the best players in the game. Wow. Okay, yeah. Now, did you also um, incorporate, um, try, at least try to incorporate back then, um, right fruit choices? Because at that point, you're basically a hot rod. And if you're a hot rod, you got to take the best fuel. Absolutely. I tell people all the time, you know, you, uh, you're not going to put 87 gas in a Ferrari. So you got to find the best fuel you can get. Uh, Marv Rinovich was my trainer at the time. Uh, Todd Rinovich's dad, the great. And, and he was very, very uh, stringent about nutrition and diet, which you're putting in your body and, you know, down to the type of water that you drink, you know, artesian water, uh, you know, just different supplements that had to be pretty much all organic, you know, staying away from regular, regular stores and going to actually whole, whole food stores and places like that that specialize in these type of products. Um, you know, just things that L-glutamine powder for recovery, things that people may not be aware of that make a huge difference, you know, understanding, you know, what, what's the purpose of rolling your muscles out, you know, for lactic acid buildup to alleviate uh, cramping and soreness and even strains and tears, you know, all, all of those things that I was being taught young and I had a brother two and a half years older. So I gleamed to him a lot of times and I would train and play against his peers that were two and a half, three and four years older than me. So, you know, I had a, I had an edge because I wasn't scared, you know, and I had a chip on my shoulder when I played. So I took that to the game, and, and I think it really paid off for me and, and helped, helped us win a lot of ball games. Oh, bet. That's 100, man. Now, all of this training that you were doing, plus the mechanics of shooting, a lot of kids nowadays, they just go and play AAU games every weekend. They're playing. They're playing. But chances are they're only playing about four games, right? If you're not right. the top dog on the team – you're only playing about seven to ten minutes a half. Is it more important to play some pickup basketball, like OG blacktop basketball, versus just playing constant AAU or being being with a skill trainer? I would mix it in. I, I do a little bit of both. Um, for the young guys, I would I would really encourage them to play against older players. You know, uh, if, if there's good runs in your area or uh, if there's open runs in certain places and a lot of guys are gathering and they're playing and all these guys are – or looking to aspire to be D1 players, I would encourage the younger guys to try to get in some of those runs with, with, with guys that are going where they're where they're uh, aspiring to be as well, and, and really stay away from the you know the 24-hour fitness runs and stuff like that because guys get hurt in those positions. It's a different game that they're playing compared to what you're used to playing organized. Right. Okay. Okay. I feel you. I like that. Okay. Now, lastly. SoCal California had been locked down with COVID. Unfortunately, it looked like we weren't going to have a basketball season for high school. Now that everything's opening up and it looks like we're having basketball seasons, how excited are you for those players that you are training? Oh, it's very excited. I mean, you know, the hardest part has been training through a pandemic. You know, and I had a couple kids that were pretty consistent and faithful with the, with the work, and they've gotten a lot better. So I'm just glad that they have an opportunity now to start applying it. You know, part of the training is the development side of it. The other side is the application. And you have to have equal amount of courage in both. You know, I think uh, certain kids will step up to the challenge because they don't mind putting in the work that's needed. Others will run away from it. But the ones that 
that stand firm, they're gonna they're gonna outlast the competition in the end. Yes, absolutely, absolutely, one hundred. I love that. I love that. Well, any any last words or piece of advice you can give any of my players, whether they're fourteen years old or even in high school? Like to uh, encourage all the players to be the best version of themselves, to believe in themselves when no one else does. You know, and to understand it's not how you start, it's, not, it's how you finish. You know, you're only as good as your last game. And I want to encourage everybody to, to go out and order the Man Child documentary, whether they rent it or purchase it. It's available now on Amazon and iTunes. You can get it on my, my social media handle at IGSJCotton. Click the link in my bio, it'll take you right to the page to purchase. Or you can go to my website, therealmanchild.com, and it's available for purchase there. As well as a product that we're, we're pushing now, um, I have a Manchild Therapeutics Oil that is bar none the best product on the market. I would encourage all your players to go purchase it on my website. It's really great for, for soreness, discomfort, and it's all natural. It's some of the best on the market. Great. Wonderful. Well, hey, Shay, you dropped heat, brother. And I appreciate all the knowledge you just dropped for my group. I, uh, I definitely appreciate you. Love you, man. Uh, keep it up. Absolutely. Thanks for having me again, Andre. All the best to you.